So you, I always want to do it with you. You can do it anytime you want to. Yeah. And I don't even know how it started other than that when I heard it. I just yeah. thought it needed it. That's, it's just trademark now. Yeah, it is. But as we begin, <laughs> yes, you've just sneezed and covered I this did. room with particles that yes. we're hoping are not COVID again. No, it is again? We went through this. Everybody oh, thought yeah. you had. Do we need to go back through? No, that? no. Sorry, no, no, no. This is definitely oh. not COVID. But no. you sound a little stuffy. I am a little stuffy. Well, we had a pool party yesterday. Was it fun? It was a lot of fun. Who had that pool party? The the whole staff oh. and their families. Thank yes. you, Donnie yes. and Lisa McDaniel. Yes. Thank you, McDaniel's and hey, Carl. And even the Mitchell kids who sometimes don't like being social. Julie told me this morning. This is yes. out of her own mouth. She said, my kids don't like getting out of the house. But you know what they told me? Both of them separately and individually. We had a lot of fun yesterday. Wow. wow. Come on now. Let's get yeah. to that. Yeah. Yeah. But how could you not in that setup? Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, that fan, John. You had to put a blanket on <laughs> I did. in I the did. morning. We had a staff meeting up there. Scott, you both had blankets on. Yes. That's a great in problem May. to have. Yes. Outside. Yes. It was beautiful, though. Donnie cooked for us. And then Carl's wife, well, actually Carl, so Susan, there was a, I heard a rumor that you were actually going to meet Carl yesterday. He was going to cook for us. Really? But they kind of bailed out. We ain't going to let y'all bail out next time. I don't think y'all bailed out Carl and Susan. So he's a real person. Yes. Yes. They're good (laughs) people. I've met them. Yeah, they're good oh, people. Yeah, they're kind of our, they're our kind of people. Oh, good. They get along, but they they, they next time they need to cook because me Donnie. By the way, Carl's wife Susan, <laughs> I ended up being the assistant. You did. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And I think I'd rather been out there f- a frolicking. But you in. did a great job. Yeah. Oh, thank a fr- you. A frolicking. Yeah, frolicking out there in the water like y'all. Yeah, frolicking's a word. I know it's a word, but what does it mean? Just having fun. Just to frolic. Yeah, to frolic. I'm about to look that up. But anyway, uh, but then Mallory, <laughs> with her babies, she brought the little ones, and she said it was awesome that her babies had a good time, too. So All right, here's the you. definition of frolic. Yeah. It's perfect. You nailed it. Play and move about cheerfully, excitedly, Ag- or energetically. Man, that's Southwood Ag- right there. Look at yeah. there. That's son. a pilot education. I'm sorry. I that's a cowboy that. pilot education. <laughs> Southwood Cowboys and LSU Pilots. Oh. Mm. Uh, but anyway, she said, like, just for example, the girl. this was the girl's first real outing. This is Mallory talking about the babies, Eliza and Nora. And Eliza passed out even before they left the driveway of the McDaniels because she is so tired. How old is she? Maybe two? two? I'm not good at guessing. One, one and a half, two. I can look it up and fellowship one. It don't matter. It, <laughs> this just gives people an idea. We even had turkey burgers for them, which Donnie said it ruined his grill when they started bringing in veggie burgers mm-hmm. and turkey burgers and but I think they all survived. Everybody had a good time. We ate, we did fries and everything. But the reason I'm bringing all of this up, it was our first staff meeting back in person. No Zoom meetings. We were mm-hmm. all able to join together outside in a safe way since phase one is in effect, baby. Yeah. So Eliza must be a little over two because she was born yeah. on May 30th of 2018. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I thought it was about two. She looked about two in my Look mind. up there. But it was pretty fun to get everybody back together again and see everybody. It was. Yep. Loved it. So yeah. everybody's still asking, though. You know what they're asking. They're no. like, well, y'all got together, then why ain't we getting together uh, yet? Because it's back but, to the numbers game. But it's challenging. Let's let's go back to, like, the first thing we did as a staff went to Chimmy V's for lunch one day. Out, under yeah. a tent. Yep, outside. Right, outside. That was... A little challenging. It yeah, because but no restaurants. <laughs> Scott kind of actually Scott, went bull. Well, a but bit. he was in trouble. I was. Man. I was not in a good place. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. So I you're kinda... healthier now, mentally, well, physically. 
other than the today is yes yeah today other, other than the COVID allergies you have oh my gosh <laughs> but then but then Teresa and uh, my, that'd be my daughter Ashley, Ashley sorry my <laughs> wow he's had a Ashley Ryan Seacrest did you have a stroke <laughs> wow did y'all see that this morning no, by the way? no. Ryan Seacrest uh, had a stroke no he just this is I, I told Angie this made me laugh now this is how my mind works this is not on the agenda there ain't no none talking. of this is on but the when agenda. you <laughs> when you look like you had a stroke so Ryan is hosting American Idol final or whatever which I didn't watch uh, don't know anything's going on don't even know what's because all that TV lost its emphasis when they went to the little I'm in my living room hosting right. this and singing. It's weird. That's just pitiful. It's not good. But they said that he slurred his words, and so everyone accused or thought he had a stroke in the episode. So this was big breaking news this morning. And I laughed and I thought, boy, if they said that about me, they think I'm stroking <laughs> out every service. Like where you just... He had a stroke. Call nine one one. He had a stroke. Maybe he just had a little too much to drink. I that I told it. That's exactly what I told Angie. I said I bet he is bored out of his mind, mm -hmm. and he thought, well, I'll take a little extra sauce on this one to make this last <laughs> episode a little better. And next thing you know, he slurred his speech. Now he made a comment, but I, I actually haven't seen it. But anyway, go ahead. Anyway, Sorry. so Chimmy V's they they they're they're trying. They're one of the first ones to really do the outdoor dining oh, yeah. under mm -hmm. tent, which everybody's adopted now. Yeah. I was about to say, we went to the San Miguel, Hascalisco, whatever, up on Benton Road. How was that? We, it was great till the storm came through. Oh, yeah. Well, weather <laughs> weather permitting, this Food is all was good. great, but, man, I thought we were going to blow off into the field, so we had to abort that mission. So, yeah. it's just this reentry's tough. I mean, luckily, the weather's been amazing. It really oh, has. Been. Well, like so, yesterday, there was no humidity. Oh, it, it was like Southern California. No, it was Southern California, man. I played disc golf in the afternoon, well, and it was it was pretty human. Human, human or humid? <laughs> human, humid. It was pretty human. Pretty humid. I'm not humid. Oh, humid. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, y'all had a long day. Y'all played. Y'all frolicked oh out in the gosh. pool and then went and played yeah. a little. Yeah, and disc then we golf. sat in the Walmart parking lot and had Sonic. That's what I mean, Angie. That's what Hannah told me. I, you know, yeah. guess where I was asleep. I leaned uh -huh. over to Angie at one point and said, "Are our kids home?" She said, I don't know. I said, me neither. I don't care. Night. Now, we never even, I don't know what time they got home or what was going Probably on. Probably around 10 o'clock. I think oh, we left about 9. That means I was in bed early. That means you're getting old. Good night. If I was asleep at before 10 o'clock. That's sad. Yeah. Things was changing. Well, but, I left at 9.30. Yeah. yeah. Well, you never know them youngsters. Yeah. And then but, the other weird re-entry is NASCAR. All right. So, oh, hold, so on. Sunday, so hold on. This hold is on. big. Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> hold on. Can I? Come so on. We had, well, let's go. Hold on. Just time out. <laughs> So Sunday was graduation day. It was. Well, it was. that's a whole nother mm. topic, and it ain't even, it's weird and stupid, and it's crazy. Yes. But we had a party for my oldest, Hannah, and you came over I that did. afternoon. I, Scott, you came over. You were the only not blood family member well, no, invited. Madison was there. Well, that's her friend. That was, that was yeah. for them. Oh. Graduate. They were the graduates. But anyway, oh, sorry. so you were the only, you're Uncle Odie, but yes. you're not blood. No. But the funniest Harvey, part no. to me, the funniest part to me is that John is big. This is the first NASCAR <laughs> race back since COVID, 71 days or something, right? Mm -hmm. Wow. You'd think if it's a football game, you man, I'm going to have my eyes on it. John, gets, I turned the race on for you. I have it on the outdoor speaker so that when mm -hmm. you get there at 5, 
because I knew the race would culminate somewhere around that. Mm-hmm. I said, John, man, what about that race? And what did you tell me, John? <laughs> on the first NASCAR race, uh, back, he's a NASCAR diehard. He loves – this is the first live sporting event, really, I think, that's been out there. Is. yeah. And what did you tell me? I took a big old nap. <laughs> that is NASCAR <laughs> in a nutshell. I got it's on the Natville. couch. I was excited. I got home in time for it to start live, which is rare on a Sunday. And I got on that couch, and I woke up just in time to get to your house. Yeah. Wow. NASCAR in a nutshell. Natville. That's what they ought to have on their next <laughs> commercial. Welcome to NASCAR. We're all about naps. Need a good uh, nap during COVID? So well, part, I had a, it's, part of the problem is, is like I gave it the good old college try. I really did. This is your sport. It'd I be like understand. saying, man, the Cow- Dallas Cowboys first game back. It's been seventy-one days, and I'm going. <laughs> Angie comes in there, and I'm in a coma. I don't think so. There was no energy. No, I understand why. Because there's no. There's, fa- there's but, no- but here's what I don't understand. You, y'all are saying there's no fans. That's what. NASCAR, you don't hear a Na- The only shot you have of a NASCAR fan That's is when, the, when they go. NASCAR just in general. Whatever you're about to say is not true. You Ooh. do not hear or see them yes, in their you do. broadcast. Yes, you do. They're just little heads sitting out there. No, no, no. They do oh. breakaway oh, stories. That Michael Waltrip's walking through like the infield and interviewing them. And the. Guys weren't even there, you said? The no, they were broadcasting from a studio in Charlotte, North Carolina, and the race was in South Carolina. They got a race wow. tonight. We're, we're recording this on Tuesday. I was coming in. They have one tonight. Yeah, that's in, the Infinity. Xfinity level. Yep. And then one tomorrow, tomorrow night. They're racing 11 races in seven days. Wow. they just trying to catch up. They are, trying to make up them points, make up the races. It's, and, boy, there's a lot of naps between now and then. Woo. If you add up all the hours, people are going to be sleeping <laughs> watching that. Son, that's next level. But it just shows that that's just another example of how weird all of this is. It is. They're trying. They really are trying, but it's it's just tough. I mean, they're wearing a mask in the interview, and they're outside, and they're six feet apart. They got a big old stick holding the microphone. I think that's all just mind games they're playing. I think it's because they think they have to do that because they're asking the country to wear a mask, so they're representing all these sponsors. Okay, speaking of that, I heard this morning – NFL is experimenting, so we're going to sports. All right. Experimenting with an N95 mask that will be the entire face covering on the helmet. (laughs) How in the world? That was this morning. Uh How in the world do you put a full headed mask (laughs) on in a helmet? And breathe. Dude, I had to go to the doctor today. I had to go to the doctor. I got poison ivy on my face. On your face. And I guess it's from weed eating. And I don't know how that happened. But, it, man, I made up. It up and got you. It got me. So I go to the doctor. I ain't been to the doctor for since all this broke out. They're putting your mask on and they're doing your little head thing and no, no That'd elevators. That'd be your temperature. Whatever, yeah, all that stupid. <laughs> Just want to make sure they know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you know, they rub that little thing on my head and all. I'm like, I hope you know that's got poison ivy on it now because, <laughs> man, I'm ate up. The next person's going to yeah. have poison ivy. I, don't, I did look it up. You don't you don't even uh, transfer poison ivy. It does not spread through skin. Even if you get the oil. No, no, it's been of two or three days. Mm. So, like, now that I'm broke out in it, it's over. Once you've taken a bath and washed the oil off, you can't spread it. I can't touch my head and touch you and you get it. 
Ain't good. Because we went through last night and thought that uh, that that was true. I was like, it ain't true. I'm telling you that ain't true. You fact-checked it. Yeah, fact-checked it. Y'all look it up. I mean, you ain't got nothing else to do. Look it up while you're out there. I mean, whatever. Like, maybe I hope people are back at work now that phase one. Uh, you know. It, well, what was it, that? If it's, ah. That's that Ryan Seacrest stroke. But I did not realize how sound, how, hold on. I did not realize. There's another stroke, Ryan. Welcome back. Yeah. Stuffed up, I sound. I sound yeah, like, yeah, you're I'll pretty. I like this. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. You, got you don't sound as bad as you think you sound. That's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, no, you don't. But, uh, but they—that's serious. They're gonna put some kind of face covering in a helmet. That's crazy. I'm like, come on, man, y'all got to stop. This is getting until out. They, they pass out. Yeah, like how are you gonna breathe, dude? I couldn't breathe walking the doctor in there. I'm like, this. Can I take this thing? No, sir. You need to leave that mask on while you're in these premises for the rest of your life. Did you have to sit out in the parking lot? Oh, and there was some dude. No, uh -uh. dude, they're filing in there like ants going for the picnic. I'm talking about just. (laughs) They were all walking in there, and I was like, I told Angie, I was like, Good lord, this is. But I know why they're going broke too. Doctors got to get some people in there, but I'm not kidding. I'm talking about. As fast as you could get them in there. And then there's one laid out there on the ground, about nine doctors around them. I think the COVID got her just babloosh fell out. Uh oh. Oh, yeah, on the concrete. Just laid out. Uh-uh. And happened to be at the ramp where your wheelchair goes. Uh-huh. So they were upside down, feet up in the air on the ramp. I'm like, yeesh. That no. ain't good. No. Oh, man. Praying for her. Don't think I'm not praying <laughs> for her or him. I couldn't tell who it was. I was in Pray a hurry. I couldn't him. see through my mask. See, on my doctor, you have to sit in the parking lot. You call them and say, no. I'm here. Then they call you back. Then you have to walk That's through. A, I, take I bet that ain't right now. I bet that. That was I, last week. That, that yeah, probably changed with the new one. 25% rule. Yep. Oh, yeah. Maybe. And that's why I'm saying they're stacking them in there, son, like cordwood. Like cord. Oh, sorry. Did you have a, <laughs> got a little, little trigger <laughs> happening there? Did you, did you have a, like in the waiting room, was there a sick side and a well side? No. There's really? just they got all these rubber bands. <laughs> now Listen, Scott Scott is an expert of the doctor's office during COVID yeah, because yes. how many times did you go to one? <laughs> well, f- five? Five? That's all that's five? almost once a week. We yeah. got <laughs> It was one week I think three times. Oh, yeah, and they had and like, an ER too. Yes, I didn't have an ER visit. And they got they got rubber bands over seats and all this. It's what do you mean rubber bands. All right, so you got a line of chairs out there. Uh-huh. There may be five or six of them or whatever. Uh-huh. So they have rubber banded the arm so you can't sit in those. So there's only oh. one chair open, like yellow rubber band looking thing. I got you. See, I'm like, wow, this is With mine, one. they have like every other seat says do not sit here, but there is a sick side and a well side. No, well, I didn't. Mm. I don't, yeah. What would I have Clean been? and unclean. Give me a good example. What am I? You would be well. No, I'm sick. I got poison ivy all over my <laughs> I think head. I they're talking like. Oh, like COVID. what I've got, like COVID sick. Oh, yeah. you don't have it. You don't have. COVID. I know I don't have it. It is. Are you just sure a cold. you know? I'm a well because we're not I have going a lot of drainage. Again. We've already done all. I that. am. I, Quit <laughs> muting yourself. What is going on? Get your me? finger off <laughs> of the right. mute button. That's finger. your problem. <laughs> Good. Let night. me see your hands. Yeah, right, right here. What is right. wrong with you? You having I'm a stroke? You. Yes. He's over there muting it. <laughs> Ryan Seacrest, what is oh, happening not, today? Oh, it's not going rah, rah. It's what it sounds like it's on this end. end. Because yeah. it's every other bird like that. I was just trying to be a DJ. I understand. Well, anyway. So back to now. Oh, hold on. But speaking of weird. Oh, I, and yeah. I, and I showed this to you. Y'all <laughs> oh, didn't believe God. me. Oh, this is awesome. I got to get my readers on for this now because I want to be accurate. 
All right. This is a big report. All right. COVID-19 update? Yeah, but I mean, who cares? We're done nah, with that. No, we haven't even done one. But it don't matter. We're done with it. I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm done wow. with it. All right. Wow. I so look, one. no, look. Oh, hit it again. Hit the button. <laughs> if he can hit the right button, if it's not a Come on, give drum me one. snare or whatever. Golly, you're just it. tearing me up today. Well, you he muted you. yourself. Go. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> COVID-19 update. This is the religious side. Religious side. <laughs> See, that's important. It is. All right. Boy, it was loud in yeah, my ears. I loved it. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. A priest fired, not fired, not lost his job. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified Well, because this is a report. This is the headlines. A, uh-huh. a priest fired holy water through a, scur- a squirt gun. <laughs> what kind of gun? Ryan, Ryan Seacrest. Squirt gun. <laughs> At his congregates as they drove through the parking lot. And there's a picture. I'll show it Sunday. There he is. Look at him. Looks like he's robbing them with the squirt gun. <laughs> Has he got a mask yeah. on? Yeah. I bless you. That's awesome. His name, this fella right here, I'd love to have him as a guest. Father Timothy Pelk. He said, man, I thought it'd be fun to dispense holy water to my parishioners. A month later, the Catholic priest who serves at the St. Ambrose Parish. He's in Louisiana. No, Michigan. I thought marriages. <laughs> In, 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 wow, they got excited. Well, because I thought we can get him as a special guest. In Gross Point Park, Michigan, has gone viral. Wow. That's just, that there's even a meme. Me. That would annoy me. There's a meme of the father surrounded by firefighters <laughs> dousing a blaze. <laughs> <laughs> then he's got one with stormtroopers. Oh, you got to look this up. This That's too good. Awesome. But, uh, that, okay, look, I, we grew up on grandparents' side Catholic. If that fellow would have put a squirt gun out as a kid, I thought that was pretty cool. But Mamma and Papa would have rolled over. They definitely, yep. yeah. I'm sure there's probably some pushback on that decision. Well, the fellow's getting creative. Mm. But you the positive to. is, they he said he could stand in one side and they'd say, roll down the window. He could shoot all the way to the driver on the other side. He can yeah. get the passenger. Quick, quick. That's, you know, and then he can go. That's Imagine socially, that thing we had at the uh, at the pool yesterday, oh, that little oh, super squirter. That super squirter. Awesome. That'll take it. Baptism. You, you got. That's how you should do baptism. Oh, tomorrow. I'm gonna do it. Just, yeah, yeah. Just y'all drive through baptism. <laughs> so that gives new meaning to drive by holy water. Yeah, like I don't like a drive by shooting. Oh, that's drive that by was, holiness. That's, well, I'm just saying it's a drive by shooting, but it's holy water. So it's a holy shooting. That's weird. No. Never is, mind. Oh yeah, I don't even. I think didn't that think was, that all the way through. No, it's you okay. definitely. I like, a lot you liked that, it though. I, like I did like it. For I, it. There's a lot that we don't think through, <laughs> but that's on Pretty the top of everything. the list. Yes, but that is strange. So everybody and I heard different people went back to church or whatever this week, and they're still weird. Everybody's still it's going. So weird. I've seen the pictures. I've seen. Uh, and so here's the thing. We're not coming back. We will announce Sunday the kind of plan. Right. Because some of the theory that we had talked about in these last few weeks got people fired up thinking. Oh, yeah. Good, bad, and ugly. Oh, yeah. Some loved it, some hated it, and some will never listen again. <laughs> I don't know that they'll <laughs> never listen, but they're like, what? But I'm just telling you. Just to be clear, we're coming back eventually. Yes. Yeah, we'll yeah. be back. Yeah, because he just said we're not coming back. So no, this Sunday. I understand. Well, I'm just clarifying because yeah. people freak out. No. I heard him say it. We're not coming no, back. Uh, yeah, but my my point is, and Evan and them are looking up some of the statistics out there. They got some statistics they're trying to figure out and looking at everything. But it is interesting because, like you said, as you look at the way they do it, as you look at everybody's trying to figure it out, 
it's still odd. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you go – if everybody's got a mask on and you can't shake hands. Did you see that one fella said we should never shake hands again? I did. Yeah. That was Fauci, wasn't it? I think so. He said it was a one – but I'm going, people are really trying to figure it out. I shook some hands yesterday. That'd be weird, never yeah, shaking a hand but again. But you can't hug. Or, well, that's weird. I think they ain't would time Would you just huggers. do this? No, they would probably shake feet like we've seen people do. Touch feet. Yeah, that's – I don't like feet. <laughs> <laughs> don't like – yeah, I understand. Feet are weird. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, anyway, I know I need them, but yeah. sorry, I just. So anyway, beyond that, what have you heard, or what, or what is something that's unique or a question you have? Because I can go into some of what we're doing, but it's really based on some of what I was throwing out there last week. But I'm not at full liberty to, to discuss all that yet. Yeah, yeah. So I think you know what one of the things that we've talked about around the office a lot that is super intriguing to me is how. There is more and more of of a of an embracing of the fact that God may very well have allowed this to happen to get the gospel spread at a level never seen before. I'll give you some statistics yeah, on that. Give me some of that. All right. So there's a fellow over in Dallas, Gateway Church. Uh, this is from Eddie Faith again. Look, it won't even read my face because I got readers and a mic in front of it. <laughs> this iPhone is which, the by words. the way. My- my, yeah, when I wear a mask, it won't read my face. Well, that's, under, that's understandable, dummy. Half your face is covered up. <laughs> he called you Lee. dummy. That's not nice. Guys, he's if, edgy. Uh, if, he is it, very edgy. If you have an iPhone that's a face reader and your face is covered <laughs> up, it ain't going to read it. That ain't that complicated. Well, it could read your eyes and your forehead. <laughs> and forehead reader it's a it face could. reader i'm just saying it could it could but it ain't been developed they're telling you they bet it's they a, will now it's a face recognition I bet device i bet they're gonna change yeah, not it. eye forehead recognition they're device. gonna change it to a forehead reader and <laughs> well, the, it, God in my case it'd be a five head uh, mine's about a ten head no you're about a ten i'm about eight Come on. Gateway in (laughs) Dallas. Robert Morris said they averaged 35,000 every Sunday. Uh, That's pretty crazy. That's a big number. But in Dallas, there's millions of people, so that that makes sense. But they're a big church over there. says they went online in their first Sunday, 195,000 watched. Wow. So somebody said, that's triple. I'm like, you went to Southwood. No, that's way more 30, 60, 90 would be triple. (laughs) So So they went to 195. That's six times. And then some. Which is pretty shocking. So we don't know our statistics. I did call Evan on my way over, and I will announce it Sunday. I said, I want to know. I know that it was more because we had heard yeah. then, but I go, I want to know some of those you statistics. You want to quantify that. But here's quantify. the shocking one, and this is what we're working on, too. I had an itch on my nose. <laughs> he also said that Life Church usually has a 1,000 a week who accept Christ each weekend. That's phenomenal already. Yeah. A 1,000 people a week. That's you think you were doing This is why I, these I didn't were all, think I was doing that. No. <laughs> People think that they're doing something. It's a challenge when oh, you see people sorry. bigger than. I didn't. It, it, no, I didn't think you were leading a thousand people to the Lord. <laughs> Boy, that'd be some in-home visits, door knocking, right there. Do you remember that? I do. Hello, brother and sister. Was in the neighborhood and thought I'd drop oh, on in man. on you. Those things. Have, think of how all that changed. Oh my goodness, that would Thank really. Do you used to God. have to do Monday night visitation like I did? We were just talking about this. Wasn't it required? Yes. We were just discussing this. And weird. 
Hey. I don't even then it was weird, but they thought that was like, the way hey, to do it. There's two things we talked about that were in the weird category. One was that was mandatory. You went out, you had to you had to go get your fellowship meal in the fellowship hall. But on but on Mondays they added the meal, but it wasn't like a Wednesday night. No, meal. no, no, no. It was just so you like could a get, sandwich, like it was a sandwich yeah, on a plate. It's a subway sandwich. Grab your sandwich and then go out there and door knock. And it was cold call, basically. Oh, there was anybody that it was had, cold call. Anybody that had inquired about the church or, or visited, or, or somebody had said, "Hey, I got a buddy at work that yeah. he needs the Lord," so they may put their name on the list. The guy don't even know you're coming. And right? Did you have to wear a suit? No. No. Thank no. God. By then, I did didn't. meet some cool people. It wasn't all bad. But there no. were some awkward moments. But the one that I'd forgotten that you're going to remember when I say this is when people would visit the church on Sunday morning, and before they got home, there was oh, yeah. popcorn and a two-liter Coke sitting on their oh, front yeah. porch. That's, yeah, so that's weird. Well, they're, yeah. they're probably Boy, thinking— especially back then. They're probably thinking aliens done come in. <laughs> How did that fella <laughs> get Welcome from to Simple—or no, sorry. <laughs> that would have been— But I can remember yeah. what was really weird, a few situations where they didn't time it just right. And they were on their front porch when the people pulled in the driveway. Yeah, it's just... I, and I you're mean, like, hey... That's uh, how a deacon got shot. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But back then, it may have been a little weird, strange, but people were like, oh, okay, It was okay, more whatever. normal back yeah. then, though. Um, I mean, think of oh, how that's changed. Especially in COVID, that would be... You, they'd be, You'd be like, get off. Oh, yeah. well, well, I've got a story on that. So Ian, my son, is interning for the high school. So he was going to deliver. This is so funny. This I didn't even tell this story. This weekend, uh-huh. oh, delivering the signs and the little the graduates. And the graduates and a little present, a balloon and a 12-pack of Dr. Pepper, just to say, congratulations, graduate. Well, he had to deliver like 12 spots. Uh-huh. And I said, well, Ian, where did you go? Now, remember, this is a Benton kid. He's grown up in Stockwell and Benton. That's the only two places he's really ever been. Just got his license. Well, number one, he don't really know where anything is, so he just puts it in GPS and goes. Well, in Simple Church, there's kids coming from everywhere. Yep. I mean, we don't have, like, we're not Cyprus, you know, uh, like our, our First Baptist, where it's kind of like primarily our Broadmoor. Well, this is Captain Tree and Bird or Benton or Airline. It's like, dude, they're coming from everywhere. They said oh, it was 100 graduates or something that were yes. recognized this past yes. weekend. So when you think about that, Ian gets in the car and he starts driving with a high school friend, Ty Nelson, which is just about <laughs> as – I already talked about Daniel. Don't. Ty, he's in the same tree. You know what I'm saying? He didn't fall far. Like when we went camping, Daniel, mm, you know what I'm saying, Ty. So they mm. get in there. <laughs> so they're driving around, and I said, Ian. I said, Ian. He goes, well, number one, Ty wouldn't, you know, like my GPS, I'd be like, hey, just kind of tell me because he don't have one that'll talk to him. And he has to just look at it or whatever. It's not loud enough. In his and he said, Ty was like, oh, and about a half mile turn right or whatever. So then he's going. He's like, now. You know, it's like they, they didn't get the whole <laughs> thing. Wow, so, it scared yeah, me. So yeah, so then he. That was loud. Yeah, sorry. Then Ian turned. He goes in. <laughs> So I said, Ian, where did you go? And he said, well, I didn't realize we had seniors in, like, by the airport, downtown, I mean, Shreveport Airport. That's kind of the hood. Mm. There's different people that are in different no, neighborhoods. It's kind of the hood. It is the hood. So we got a, my kid out there driving around, dropping them off, and people are, like, you know, looking at them strange because they're walking in with a 12-pack of Dr. Pepper and a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that when that fellow walks up. Uh, I'm just dropping off this 12-pack and a balloon. So everybody was pretty cool. And, uh, and actually, I said, Ian, what was weird? He said, actually, going to 
people in the hood, it was easier. People right. were very receptive. Like, oh, man, come on in. That's they, true. You know, hey, man, they here. True. He said they were all cool. He goes, what was weird is when I went to the nice neighborhoods. He said, so he got one, and I don't – this think was in the Captain Shreve, Broadmoor area. And they go over, and he's dropped – this is when you said they were on the porch. He said, I'm on this guy's porch, uh-huh. and I'm ringing the doorbell, and nobody's answering because everybody's scared to death. And I'm COVID, and then like, ah, my kids won't answer the door now. Well, before <laughs> before COVID, they didn't even answer the door. They would go hide under their bed if somebody rang the doorbell, <laughs> which is ridiculous, but that's the truth. Uh-huh. So Ian said, I'm ringing the doorbell, and – Nobody comes or whatever. And then all of a sudden, here comes the dad. Uh-huh. Hey, what are you doing on my... And he was like, ah! <laughs> Literally, the guy freaked out. What are you doing here? And when wow. the girl's picture came on the screen, she was rather attractive, you know? Uh-huh. And I, Ian said, and then when I saw her name come... Because they don't know who these people are. Right. He didn't see her necessarily. Right. He didn't know her. He wasn't her friend. Didn't go to school with her. He's like, I know why he's kind of mad. He thought we was there to kind of find out who that young lady was. Oh, yeah. But I'm going... That's this weekend. That sure. just happened. Oh, so yeah. as big as COVID is, but then you start thinking about how weird it is. People are worried about the ring doorbell. They want to know who's there, who's not there. All of that has changed. All right. So I don't, I got, where were you to, even going with No, that? because I'm going back to accepting Christ and people oh, used to do yeah. door knocking. There you go. A thousand people. They have a thousand per weekend. Now yeah. they have a big church again as well. Uh, all over the Tulsa, Oklahoma area, and now it's spread out, but they're in Oklahoma. So one's in Texas, one Oklahoma. But their first weekend online, hmm. 15,000 accepted Christ. That's a lot of folk. That's that's pretty That'd shocking. That'd be 15 times the normal There, that, We can do that math easy. <laughs> 1,015. So just as you were saying, it's unprecedented. It's different. I can tell you, I don't think I'll be releasing those numbers this weekend. No. <laughs> I don't think I'll be like them. But I told him we got to make some of that easier. I was telling Evan, you got to learn from them because somehow they're doing that better. Because I know we've had people receive Christ because Julio sent me the communication card. Somebody said, hey, they've prayed to receive Christ. They've... But what I don't think we're doing well is it's not clear and easy to understand. They don't know how to do that. Obviously, I'm not very clear and easy to understand in general. So you got to simplify the yep. method to be able to get that out. But people are trying to figure that out, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and I think what it's done is for the longest time, the church was a destination you had to go to to go try. So, you know, people may be invited by a friend. They may have passed by it in their neighborhood and noticed it. Then when COVID-19 happens, you can't go anywhere. Okay, no. you have your stay at home no. for a number of weeks. And I think people started getting lonely. I think they started having questions. I think spiritually things started happening inside of them. And thank the Lord, all of us churches, big C churches, you'd like to say, had you know the ability to communicate in their home. And maybe for the first time, they've heard the truth. Yeah, and I think the people that like Gateway and Life Church and all these others, you got to remember the population is way greater than our population, but also their technology and their money Mm -hmm. and their ability to get to more people was expanded. But the key that I think, and I haven't read and and talked to these fellers because I don't know them personally. Fellers? fellers? Well, the old feller over at Gateway and feller down there. (laughs) I doubt they refer themselves as fellers. Oh, I bet they don't. But if they're in Louisiana and northwest Louisiana, they're fellers. What's up, feller? Hey, Which can you imagine if Craig Corsell come here and I'm like, morning, up, fella. Feller? He'd probably like it. He would. Because he he's, he's from Oklahoma. He's from Oklahoma. What do they call them up there? Okies? 
from Muskogee, whatever. I but, have no idea. But my point being that as they are a large herd, they have a bigger opportunity to expand. But uh, proportionally, we do as well. So if there's been 4,000 coming or 5,000 coming or 3,000, it depends on, again, what size church you are, 400 coming, if those people are seizing that opportunity to share that through Facebook or invite friends in different ways, then it automatically is an easier way for people to experience your church and what you're about. And so they kind of go, man, I'm, I'm open to this. So for us, Scott, because of you, the podcast is another entry level because I had another friend of mine listen, uh, an old friend. His uh, wife worked with me at Gadzooks. She was my district manager when I was in the mall over there. Great couple. And Scott called and said, man, I've been listening to all the podcasts. What well, was another way in to hear our heart, to know what's going on, and then go, man, I kind of like what they're thinking or how they're figuring this out. Or yep. now they go went and watched online, so they experienced the church. They had been there before in the past for a service, but now they're going, man, I like the online option. But I think they're trying to figure out the same things. What does the future look like for our family and a church attendance and church involvement beyond just attending the actual engagement. Now, I'm going to meet with him tomorrow, uh, him and Peggy, and kind of walk through some of those mm-hmm. things. But that's reaching people that weren't really there, and they're doing it through unconventional ways. I mean, it's one couple, but it's a great example of that. Yeah, I think they like a couple of things about it. I think they like the creativity and the way it's communicated. You do a great job with that. And I think they also were moved by what we actually did during the COVID crisis. Yeah. Because... The church has always been known uh, for doing good. That's not it's new. A goal. It's yeah, but more people got to see that. <laughs> did you like that? Yeah, <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a goal. Yeah, but Jesus goal. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag. Yeah, I don't even know what that means. Wow. What a hashtag? I don't really understand that. It's just a symbol. No, it's more than just a symbol. It's John, more than a symbol. John, I can actually explain. No, why this is a time. guy who watches or sleeps through NASCAR going to try to explain to me? Are you on social media? I will be Sunday. You're not you, on the. You're not on social media. No, this no. is breaking news. No, but hold on. You don't know the. Just like me. So there is no judgment here. I understand. You know the first. Don't know the first thing about <laughs> social media or hashtag. I don't. But all these young fellas in our office. But he does. We're going to let Scott yes. answer this question. They're telling me that there's a hashtag this yes. and a hashtag, hashtag that. Yeah. We're doing that for YouTubers. Yes. They're watching. You can hashtag, watch us on YouTube. Yes. By the way, I've gotten very tan. I just noticed that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've been outside. Yeah. But no, the hashtag. So that tags your post. So if anybody looks up anything related to that tag, it brings it up. So it makes it more relevant. So if you hashtag a bunch of keywords or buzzwords. Well, I know known. we've been doing it. We did yeah. it for Easter. Hashtag yeah. Easter, Easter, Easter. Easter. Yeah, and then also, <laughs> That's too. That's a new event coming up. <laughs> yeah. Easter, 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 honey, bunny, Easter. bunny hopping, honey, bo- honey bobbing, <laughs> honey hopping. <laughs> wow. What was it called? We called it car, car, car hop. I don't even remember. Car bunny hop. Bunny car <laughs> hop. Bunny car bunny hop. Car that was my decision. That was a hashtag bunny car Because they wanted to share the picture. Yeah. And yes. then then if you do that, not only does it tag it so you can get it you know, more relevant, but yeah. then also you can, with the tag, it helps you pull your media in and be able to track that and stuff as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a two-fold system. I see. Well, we're trying to figure that out. I mean, I think we've gotten a little so better. So we would be hashtag ignorant. Yes. Of how it really works. <laughs> yeah. Non-social but, media. But I do admire 
all these young fellers, mm. whether it's Blake or Scott or Caleb, Caleb or whatever, Chip, they're all a little younger. I'm us. almost aged out, though. I will be. You honest. are. Yeah. yeah, but there's younger people that are still. You know more than we know. I mean, how much? How much younger are you than us? I am 36, and you are 15. Yeah, so 12 years 15? or so. That's not bad. 12, 14 years, depending on who we are. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying that there's. That's a big difference. But it is ha- all of that to say. We got to be learning, and you're going to be on social medias. You're going to be on the socials this I'm, weekend. I'm taking Evan's spot this weekend coming up. With some help. With a With lot of help. Caleb. I'm really just going to be a voice. Yes. Because that'll be how we're going to cut to you, and you're going to tell me who's watching I am. or listening. But Caleb's going to tell me who's watching. But you're going to be have your readers on because you can't No, I see good up close. Remember, uh, I'm the opposite. Oh, yeah. Well, like he's just blurry over there. Is oh, it? Oh, yeah, but I see great right big, here. Yeah. Well, we're going to try to, but they it's a way to do it. It's yeah. a way people are now are. It's a big deal to people because I think, and you've talked about it a couple of times, but it's actually the most engaged that some people have ever been in church. Yes. Because they're actually interacting with Evan or Caleb or whoever during the service in a lot of cases. Yes. Commenting. They have questions. So here's my here's my challenge, and mm. I think Carl and Susan are we have a couple of listeners, so we appreciate them listening. Here's how something. many subscribers do we have now? Uh, all subscribers that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you almost yeah. made up downloads. An no, no, but we downloads. do. We have had almost fourth. 4,000 downloads. I think now. you're making up information. No, no. You, you have a tail. You stutter when you start to lie. No, it's no about, he's had no. a Ryan Seacrest. It's like 3,700, so almost okay. 4,000 downloads. Mean, yeah, that's close. That's yeah, good. we've actually, we went up last week. We had over 300 downloads. riveting content. Day. Oh, it is. Yeah. What was I going with all that? Uh, you said we have a couple of listeners. Yeah, so like the one thing I challenge people on, so like on social media are older because we're not they're not all young listeners we're, they're our age some people are our age and they're not really on all that so the only thing they know is facebook right the younger generation now is knowing tiktok and uh whatever all the uh instagram, instagram you know and all that stuff uh so what we're challenging people to do is just don't watch or listen alone mm. so for example if you're downloading the podcast Get a friend to download so you can laugh or talk about it because it generates conversation and relationship. The same way with watching the service. So if like if you call someone and go, dude, you got to download this because this is funny or man, they got some interesting things to say. Well, it gives you a talking point with someone else. The same way the message does. So the reason I'm saying that Donnie and Lisa said they're going to and have been. They're going to bring over while we're not meeting and go, hey, y'all just come over here and watch it. Y'all come over here and watch the service together. Let's eat together because in a safe way some things i'd thrown out last week and his ideas yes it's going to cause you to stretch uh stretch yourself step out of the comfort zone a little bit but it really is important and it really does work seeing everybody yesterday at the swim party everybody was feeling better about yep. it it, it was, helps it, it just gives you some personal connection with people and you can do it still in a safe way and that's still church it's the gathering of the believers together for fellowship or fun. Did you like fellowship? I like to use all the Fs. You know? Yeah, all the yeah. Fs. Food, yeah. food, fun, and fellowship. Yeah, we had all of those things We yesterday. did. So, but I say that because what was shocking to me, mm. we had a life group uh, Zoom meeting last weekend. Mm. Last weekend, last week. What are you laughing, what are you laughing at? at? What are you? John with the mm. Mm. So when they all got on the screen, I asked all of them that I could see on there through that technology i could see their little heads <laughs> looking at me i said who here has watched 
with someone other than your immediate family that live in the house. Watch the sermon. Watch the Sunday morning service. No one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Zero. So when I said, are you willing to do that? Most of them are like, yeah, I just hadn't thought about it. Or, so I said, you're, I said, then I asked this question. Who here has gone out to eat with someone or invited someone to their home or gone to someone's home during COVID, even though it's, you know, mm-hmm. technically maybe they're not supposed to. Everybody's like, oh, I have. Mm-hmm. I said, so now just combine those two. Just bring your buddy over or your friend over or a family member and go, hey, let's just watch the service. Because it's really not about just watching the service. It really is about the connection and the fellowship and the talking about that. That's one thing that's missing when it comes to church. So the irony is in doing it in that method, it will feel better in some ways than a Sunday morning service because it's already somebody that you know, so you're comfortable with them. But you also aren't worried about all the other elements. Is somebody else sick over there? How do I park? How am I going to get into this building? Do they have a mask? Do they not wear a mask? You're creating some of those same elements without having to put yourself at risk or stretch yourself too far while we're still working through the details of how to make that happen. I'll be talking about this Sunday, but that... Most people tried it last weekend, a lot of those people on the screen, uh, older to younger. Uh, One even had a watch party at the office, they asked. And they were like, man, that was great. That was a – I'm like, that's a whole lot easier, cost-effective. I mean, it really meets a lot of the things and really meets their need at a level that really we haven't done before up to this point. Yeah, I think it just shows that people, you know, they don't necessarily think – what, what's going on? I don't over there? know what. What are you doing with your? Sorry, job? sorry. What, are you chewing? <laughs> my gum? my no no. My right ear needs to pop, so I'm trying to get it to pop. I I'm mean, sorry. I wasn't sure if you were trying to say something and no. you, your brain froze. No 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 no. COVID was, attacked the brain. I forget that. Just, I, for YouTubers, I'll move my mic so you can see you. <laughs> He's trying to pop his ears. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I, I don't it's even realize the, I'm doing it sometimes. Yeah, but, yeah. it wasn't distracting yeah. at all. <laughs> no, anyway, what I was going to say is I think it's interesting that people naturally thought to go dine with somebody, yes. whether it was in a parking lot or whatever the limitations were at that week that happened, but they didn't automatically think of going to church together virtually in their own, virtually in their own living room. I just think it's I think it's cool that they're open to it once they're led there, but they didn't naturally think of that. Yeah. And then maybe one of the reasons, that's why I was telling them, is because it's early on a Sunday morning. Right. But ironically, you got up and went somewhere early on a right. Sunday morning before, and that's the part that I think is weird. Is like if you get out of that habit of going, it's, but they're all saying they need it. Yep. So I'm going, even if you watch it Saturday night, do it Saturday night, watch the week before. It really doesn't matter. The The real question or the real issue is, is are you connecting with other people and are you doing that in the way that you feel comfortable with that fits within the guidelines that we're in and think outside the box a little bit. Mm -hmm. So like for some, I'm just like, man, get together and have breakfast. You know, like just, hey, man, we're going to have breakfast in my house at 9 o'clock. You know, the pre-service starts about 9.30 or come over at 9.30. We'll start watching the pre-service. Eat a little bit, sit down, watch the message, and then you're done by 11. You've eaten breakfast, you've hung out with your friends, you watch the service, and you're out of there. And then we have some other interesting things that I brought up last week that look like they're coming to fruition. Ooh. All right, I'm gonna throw one out there because this is the this you is the can't help this will be the Wednesday before the Sunday that it's announced. Wednesday because it'll come out right Wednesday, and then we'll talk about it Sunday. But it looks like the restaurant watch parties are gonna happen. 
Yay. Well, and I know that not everybody says yay, but let me just go the level. Already we know that if some people are watching together in their home and they're comfortable with just one other couple or two other couples, that's now six people or eight people, depending on how many you feel comfortable with. But what I also recognize in the Zoom meeting with the life group leaders, there are some people that have a relative in their home that may not feel comfortable having people in. Even though they're close to them and even though they know they're not sick, they just go, man, I got an elderly mom that I'm taking care of or whatever. So I had thrown out our theory last podcast and said, hey, well, what if we have a restaurant, a location that partners with us and at, say, 10 a.m., they're going to open early for us, have the service on or 930, depending on if they want to do the pre-show or not, or maybe you watch the pre-show driving there. But by the time you get there, you watch the service with other people in a neutral location, safe distance apart. And you know the most exciting thing to me? Food. You beat every mm. other church to the restaurant. Yes. So I even threw out this idea, and it, I, some of them are going, man, that, that may be a good thing. So say you're sitting in a restaurant, whichever one, and when you get there, there's, we need a couple people to be greeters. We need people to welcome them just like you would at church. Safe distance. Hey, man, thanks for coming. Service about to start. Just find your table. Sit wherever you want with your friends because it could be you and another couple or, or by yourselves, whatever. They, the, the restaurants were so excited that I've talked to were going, oh, my gosh, what a great way because it guarantees them a customer when they need to build their business up. That's right. So they're going, man, this is a huge thing. So they're going to give us a number. So you're going to make a reservation online. It's, you know, Joe Blow's restaurant, whoever it is. I'm going on here. I'm going to reserve that I'm me and my two friends or four friends are coming, so we need a table for four or for six. We're telling you that when that happens, they're going to know that they're coming. So we'll have a limit of, say, 20 people or 30 people, depending on the size of the restaurant. Once they get that figured out, you watch the service. But about 1045, getting close to the service being in it, we're saying, what if you could have a sheet of paper at everybody's table that you went ahead and turned in your order? The waiter or the waitress just comes by quietly as the service is wrapping up or towards the end, picks up your paper. The kitchen's getting all that ready as soon as the service is over. They're delivering all your food. You're eating at 11.02, 11.03. I like it. Then they're able to enjoy that, talk about the message, catch up with what's going on in life, watch the post show if they choose to, and then once football kicks in, and then kick off football. Woo! In your favorite restaurant. That's assuming football <laughs> kicks off. It's going to happen. Yeah. You think so? I think so. Maybe They're going to have an M95 mask that goes over their whole <laughs> head. Why wouldn't they? How are they going to do I that? I don't know. But But going back to it, that's – we we we've gone we're gonna make it happen. We're gonna experiment. That's this. cool. So, experiment. well, and a lot of the restaurants were pumped, and we don't want to tell all those restaurants, but we've right. got quite a few that are interested. So, if you happen to listen to the podcast and you're a restaurant owner, or if you know someone who's a restaurant owner, you could email podcast at with the an Simple S Church. plural podcast with an S yes at thesimplechurch.tv yes, which and would say be like, hey we're interested yeah. podcastuses or you can do Justin at thesimplechurch.tv as well just email yeah. me and go hey man we may want to host I that. wouldn't do Justin's email yeah but I am way better than <laughs> Chip Mitchell well yeah how many is he up to though? I don't know it was He's, thousands oh yeah on his phone that's ridiculous at I only least. have I only have literally my problem is it, there's a lot of junk mail still that's just hard you to weed through. all that. Yeah, but they keep coming. You they, can block. They find a way to get around it. You can. Hashtag Which, block. I, I, people have been emailing me, though. 
good. Oh, have they? Yes. What are they saying? I mean, wouldn't that be something uh, you'd want to bring into the meeting? Well, I say people, so I've had two. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is people. That's yep, plural. To Carl's wife, and then your that, thank God, yeah, Susan. your guy Scott. Oh, he did. Yeah, he emailed me as well. He, I can't. Boy, talk. he is definitely stroking. I him. am sorry, Ryan Seacrest. So, <laughs> all that to say that what are they asking? Is there anything that they're asking? So or not? Carl's wife uh, was very. Both have been very positive. Well, that's um, good, Scott. Yeah, but Carl's wife did have a few things that, to add. So. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. <laughs> you got a phone, know. man. Just look yeah, it up. I'm trying, well, I was trying not to do that. Oh, okay. He well, don't know. He don't remember what. Mm-mm. Carl's wife, do not let that be an insult that he don't yes. even remember what you asked. I'm sorry. But, hey, it's all good. <laughs> He's been through some trauma in the he last. Has. You know, in the last month. Trauma. His There's, medication's regulated now. No, he's good. You've got yes. him back. Yeah. Yes. In fact, Mark Perkins even sent me a happy Lost week. 20 pounds. Yes. Scott, Probably even more than that. Well, no. but right now you're at 20 pounds. Let's go ahead and give it up for That's Scott. That's what I'm talking about. That, yeah. Isn't there a cheer on there or something? Like a blue? No, it, it, no, no. no. A, I'm looking at it right now. Well, no, they're supposed to be. I haven't put it there yet. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's I got a no. harp. No, <laughs> I don't that's think, for the ladies. Yeah, I don't think that's necessary. But all of that to say, some of those things are already that's cool. in place, and I think it'll help people if they'll be willing to do it, risk it, try it. It's going to do good for the business, which people ask me why that's a big deal. This is obvious, but if the restaurants close and the employees lose their jobs, your tax base and your churches and your community is very much adversely affected. So if we're going to do anything, I don't think it's wise to run back to a building when we can take the church to the people and possibly save multiple restaurants and multiple jobs and I think that's a good thing. Well, the cool part about it is, too, is it overcomes one of the biggest hurdles anybody new faces, and we hear this all the time, is the quantity of people that they're yeah, in- interacting with and they don't know anybody. So this is a great little entryway into the simple church if you're new out there. And especially if you invite them in. If it's just you and a couple of your couples, yeah. like, hey, man, let's go to our favorite restaurant. And we're going to try to do restaurants all over the area. We're, we're right. trying Shreveport to fix Shreveport, Bossier, North, South. I mean, because... Plain dealing? Yep. Well, I don't know if there's any out there, but maybe. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, not, I, I, I'm I, not I, against it. I, I had to deliver one of those graduation packages last week. And yeah. I went to Elm Grove. Okay. That's a long way out there. Well, I went on to that. I must have been on the outskirts of Elm Grove because it was 35 minutes from the office. Wow. Yeah, that's out there. And that and that just amazed me that people go to the church that live that far away. That's as far as Marshall, Texas, if you went interstate. Oh, yeah. You're right. I mean, that's awesome. <laughs> and it's a lot slower going down Grove Way, yes, though. Yes, it is. No, I'm, I'm sorry I laughed. It's just the way you said Marshall. You went really country. I did. Marshall, Texas. I yeah. went real Marshall, Texas. Marshall, Texas. Because I got an accent. Yeah. Well, he does, too, and he's tired. Well, I'm, I don't know if I'm tired or just... I think you're tired. The problem is, is <laughs> oh, yeah. it's probably just my voice. If you went to bed before 10 o'clock last night, mm-hmm. you're tired. Oh, I, I, I got another quote for you. Oh. Ooh. Because it goes along with, like, like some people were com- are concerned about the things that we had brought up. Mm. Oh, you mean as alternatives? Yeah, they're yes. like, well, I just can't. Number one, those alternatives still actually emulate and possibly replicate the New Testament church more than the current American model. Mm. That's a deep, 
But can I add, though? But I'm fixing to give you something but, on that. But, but yes, to quell their fears. Mm-hmm. Quell their fears. All of these ideas would remain in addition to live services when they resume. Yes. We are not saying that we're getting rid of live church services. No, but I think the reason that you can say that, and it's true, but I think why I go, yeah, I mean, that's that's going to be an obvious. But I think why I'm pushing the envelope a little harder uh-huh. is don't fall back into tradition or religion for your comfort. So just because that's the way you grew up or the way you have previously experienced it, maybe God pressed the pause button and shook the church out of the building because he doesn't want you to go running back to the way it was. So when you keep going, well, yeah, but we're going to, we're, we're, well, then people just go, well, then I'll just wait for that. Or that's just what I'm going to, where I'm going. And then they don't try anything new. Right. And to me, that's what I hate about church is like we're so slow to change. We're so slow to try something new. And that's the simple church, you know, got started and exists because we were willing to try something new and we went for it and we were constantly changing and willing to adapt. And and so many people were willing to do that. And we saw results in this town that had not previously been seen. Right. So I go back and go, yeah, they're, they're, relax. We're going to get back. There'll, there'll be some level of that. But are you going to use that as, as an excuse not to go, well, man, I can I can invite one friend to watch the service at sure. my house, or I can go to a restaurant and watch with a couple of people. And here's one of the reasons why. And this is a bold statement, but a great one again. Carrie Newoff, another leader that we listen to, we've referred to him a few times. If you're willing to further rethink your methods, you'll further advance your mission. Mm-hmm. And People that are smarter and wiser and more experienced than us know that that is a true statement, that if you don't, it won't. So when we launched Simple Church, I remember all these other little churches were calling us. I can remember still going to do, and I may have talked about it before, but going to do these conferences across America. People weren't willing to even listen to what you were saying. Right. They're just not going to do it. We're not going to do this. Now, we joked about, and we went down this road of just close. I'm not going to lower my standard, quote, to shorts and T-shirts. I'm not going. Well, then, okay, then you're not going to further what you're trying to accomplish. Right. I'm not going to watch on the computer. That's just not church to me. Well, then you will further hinder your ability to advance what God's doing. As I previously stated, a thousand people were given the life to Christ just in life church and 15,000 did because of the computer. Well, it's the same thing. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know what will happen in life groups, but what if this time draws more people into the church or more people are deeply connected than just sitting in a dark room or sitting in a church service somewhere and walking out. They go now, man, hey man, what's your story? I don't really know you. I've seen you there. Because the restaurant, who, once again, double benefit. The church don't spend money building buildings that are empty six days out of the week. This restaurant's already built the restaurant. They've already invested in the environment. They already have hired the staff. They have the kitchens in place. They've employed the people. It gives them jobs. It's going long term. Why would you not just go, let's rethink that, invest back in the community, help all these businesses, help your tax base, 
help all these people keep their jobs, help the overall community, as opposed to run back to the church, run back to the, whatever building it is, and just sit in there and then where everybody's better. I'm like, no, nah, man, I don't know about all that. I mean, that's just me. <laughs> Yep. I like right, now to but to re <laughs> to to re to re uh enforce enforce or reengage that thought uh-huh. of we're going back. One day we're going there. Here's another one from Carrie Newoff just to kind of get you going. Yeah, okay. okay. Clicks lead to bricks. So the more times people are watching uh-huh. and clicking on your website or clicking on to watch, right. they eventually go, I'm leading to now, for us, whatever structure that is, to moving from a online watching to I am now going to move to I want to know that person or I want to hang out with that person or I want to get to know more people in that environment. Makes sense. So I'm only saying that everybody's kind of hanging on the brick part where I'm going back to, hey, well, maybe through the online watching or maybe through listening now, they've clicked on this podcast and they're going, you know what, maybe we should try to you know, figure this out. Now, we'll organize it. We'll figure it out. We're going to make it easier for you. Our job is to facilitate mm-hmm. and organize and manage those things. But the ultimate reason that you do want to get back to the church, and it does make some things simpler, child care. Because like right now, if you take a kid to eat, depending on their age, they're like, oh, my gosh, that's complicated. That's hard to do. That's why I'm saying, well, then have a couple of couples over at your house and have a kid babysit or something else and just at least watch it while you're trying to figure that out. It's not ideal, right? and it may not be long-term, but for an older couple, they're going, no, it's very much ideal. I cook at my house. I don't have to fight the traffic. I don't have to drive. So all of those may stay in place, and we believe they will to some degree, but ultimately we know that the church in whatever facility and however you choose to do it is still you know, important. It just may not be as important as previously thought. Right. Everybody, he just said, yeah. <laughs> I said, right. That's just a lot to ingest. Yeah. Wow. It is, but it really isn't, is it? No, I, I no. think, you know, to me, my big word is balance. And I think mm. that I love the fact that in concept, all of those options stay in all place right, so me, moving forward. Okay. I, but, okay. I like when you say everybody balance. It's balance. It's balance. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. No, I didn't so, hit a, hit a no, so I'm just going back. Like, like, this is why I think we have to be aware. We have to be. We are the leaders of this church at this point. That's right. So as you're looking out and looking at the thing, I know that gathering is a value. So, like, if it's a worship night or if it's a do good community project or. Is there a higher value or a higher experience based on those things? I would say no. Right. I would say that it doesn't matter because what are you ultimately saying? You're going, well, there are certain things that happen when a larger group of people get together. But here's why this is so important. At this time, we just went through a challenging time where that was not allowed. Mm Mm-hmm. And many experts believe that it was a game changer from now until the end of time. Sure. So you, I, we have to be aware and go, if it changes, I can't be saying with the, the balance. It may be way out of balance yeah. because the truth is it was way out of balance before we started. Yeah. So there was no balance. Yeah, I would say. It was like get to church and now check your box. I've done that because life groups, the reason I'm saying that is 
life groups, Sunday school classes, and all that other, most of those people across America were skewing those numbers are not truly talking about those because people weren't in community. They were more in like, well, I go to church. I attend somewhere once a year, once a month. Because the numbers before COVID were saying that the average American family was attending church once a month. Correct. So it, it, it's been out of balance. I agree. So, so I'm saying that when you think, well, now I'm trying to get them back, and I'm going to now with worse conditions, we want you back in here. I'm going, if they were only going once a month, you better figure out a new method. Yeah, I, and I would say, I would affirm you in saying that it's going to actually create a balance in the sense that you're going to have people potentially at all three levels of relationship that we've always talked about, which is small, medium, and large. Because, you know, everybody's got a friend or two. You hope they do. And if they, not, <laughs> and, I, and I go back to if you, if not, this is where it goes back to, you have to work to create that. Right. You have to challenge that person. So whoever they are, if it's Donnie and Lisa or me and you, to go, how are you doing that? Sure. Of the people on the screen, the life group leaders never thought to invite someone. Right. So that's not making fun of them or being, I'm just going, the culture is so, I'm just waiting until we get back. I'm, one day we're going to get back. Until then, I'll just watch it by myself at the house. And I'm going, oh, my gosh, man. Like, So it's like you're having to swing hard to go. So like right now, we may not get back for a month, two months. Right. And then I went to the doctor today. So my doctor, mm-hmm. keep his name anonymous. I said, man, he said, we, what are we doing? I was kind of telling him he's in the leadership. So we were kind of talking about what was going on. He said, I think y'all are doing the right thing. I think it's wise. He said, but here's what I, cause here's what I'm telling you. I believe this fall it's spiking again. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be worse than it was because of the flu is going to be intermixed with it, mm-hmm. that we don't really have a test bed of that. So families, kids, uh, older people are going to go like, hold on. I'm not certainly not going to risk that now. Right. So I'm going, why do we got to work so hard during the summer and get your mind shifted that way and put your energy that way, which is way out of balance Mm -hmm. because it may be way out of balance because you can't get back to where we were. So as leaders, it's out there and we're going to do that, but I'm trying to make sure that we communicate clearly you got to rethink this thing. If we're going to survive and if the church is going to make a difference, which biblically and Jesus-wise, we're guaranteed to. But how that happens is Jesus changes us, changes us, changes the way we do it. Right. So when he showed up in the New Testament, they had a method. Sure. And they stuck to their method. And Jesus said, I ain't in your method. I'm blowing this thing up. And it became through oppression that forced them into smaller gatherings, into homes, because they could not publicly gather, is why we're sitting here on a podcast in 2020 debating that. So in the same way, I think what Life Church and North, I mean, Gateway and all them are saying is like, we don't like it because we're so used to our method and what we've grown up with, but look at what God's doing. And then the challenge is, let me embrace that at a level that I may be uncomfortable with or I'm not really sure how it's going to work. But when we turn around and look at, if it's only for a year, then God did something in a year that that was the only way he could do it. If it's the next 50 years, we all point back and go, boy, that was a game changer. That thing changed the whole shooting match. 
And I am not saying that I know, but I am saying I hear a local church a lot. We just got to get back. We just got to get back. I'm going, you're right, but get back to what? Right. Being with people in a safe way is what I'm challenging with. So forget the method. Maybe you go, all right, I'm not worried about what that method looks like. I just got to get back around those people. Just like staff meeting yesterday. You know, I think that's the thing is if you can have a neighborhood party or if you have a gathering that's a safe with the people that you trust, then there's something spiritual about that. There's something unique about that, that God is in. I'm going to give you a scripture where two or three are gathered. Right. Mm-hmm. The Lord is in their midst. Not midst. grill in the midst. In the midst. Grill in the midst? So go ahead. Any other? Yeah, I was just going to say that. I... Scott's quiet on this, by the Yeah. Well, because well, I'm just, I'm fascinated by it. I'm listening. I'm, mm. I got sucked in. You did? Yeah. I did. So we know what John thinks. What do you think? We're going to well, come back to John. I I love it. <laughs> I like it. He goes, bye. I really love the idea of breaking it up. I think that's exactly the direction we need to go. I, I love the idea of being in the restaurants and making it smaller because the the biggest criticism that I've ever heard of Simple Church, and this is just from our own people, is is they feel very lost in the mix. Because we, we're, we're a fairly large church for this area, and a lot of people... They, they're either afraid to be connected or, or they're afraid of a life group because they don't know a lot of people. Well, this kind of breaks down all their barriers and going, well, no, I know this couple over here and then this couple knows this couple. So it's like, you know, this, you know, it's kind of like the two plus two equals four or whatever that thing That's is. true. Two yeah. plus two <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to, four. yeah, I yeah like in it. my mind it made sense, but saying out loud it didn't, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it yeah. does. Yeah, so I think it, it this forces us to break down those barriers and go, no, we have to find, because I don't think the answer is coming back to a building because I don't, I think that there's a lot of churches that are going to the trouble of doing that. And then just like Ricky said, there's a really good chance after three, you know, you finally get back to normal and then they're going to go, nope, you got to stop again because it's gone up, you know, and all that. So I think it's, it's very important to try to find the alternative and to figure that out now and already get that in place. So if that happens again, yeah, and I think, you again, you're going yeah. – I'm not saying you won't have the other, but I think yeah. you just got to be diverse in your method. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. But plus, you're always supposed to be thinking forward, too, in, in every sense of the word, because if not, then you die. I mean, as business-wise, not like I'm going to die if I don't think yeah. forwardly, but business-wise, because, you know, I'm a businessman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. Yeah. 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 That, that, you know, you're always supposed to be thinking forward and thinking ahead and, and trying to be two moves ahead just in case. Because if not, then, then you're like Sears and you're closed and then you're going, well, crap, you know, we don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I think that's very important. It's the world's changing. I mean, well, that's the cool part about us is we're uniquely positioned to be very, very mobile and yeah. very flexible. And I've said it a billion times, but I am super thankful for that because. I would have to venture to say that we're probably doing better financially, health-wise, than a lot of churches are because we don't have to get back to a building immediately to no. survive. And I've and I've said it, and this and this is why, if it ever made sense to people, some people are going, "I get it now," right? Because 13 years ago, when I'm going, we're not building. I mean, we got that question every partner party. All the way up until COVID struck. Mm-hmm. When are you are you gonna build? Are you ever gonna build? What would you do right now if right. we had put twenty million 
into a facility that's not being built or can't meet in or don't know how to do it. And the mortgage is due next week right, or next month. And I'm going, the church, and again, I don't know. Of an, there's, I'm sure there's other churches across America that are in our position. But I can say that based on my limited knowledge, and we know some, like I know some of the big churches, no one is doing it the way we're doing it. Right. And I'm talking about from the pre-show to engaging in that way, and we're going to make that better even in the next few weeks and the months to come because there's different ideas we have and more engaging. It, it involves more of y'all's participation, people sending pictures and telling stories and things so that there's some connection level of that, not just me and Angie being silly, but it's like, well, oh, yeah, man, that's cool, or look at that, or what's going on. That can always happen that gives those people, wow, that's a pretty cool place to go or be a part of. But then to be able to go, dude, we're going to partner with local restaurants and maybe possibly help save some or at least save some jobs initially or give them some hope of going, man, we got guaranteed 50 people coming that morning that they didn't have guaranteed before. That's what the restaurants are like going, man, that's a pretty big deal. So then if you're a listener, I'm going, don't go, eh, I'm going to sleep in today. It's like, no, now it's it's an, a, a commitment and accountability to, yes, the church and to, yes, what God's doing, and in addition to the community and to those people that it's a, your, your witness, your testimony, and that is like, hey, man, I'm going to go and I'm going to support this restaurant. And if you can only afford to do that once a month, save your money till Sunday and go out. Be with other people so the body of Christ is able to encourage each other and, you know, man, good to see you and speak into you, you know, have some church time together. And then be able to walk out there and go, man, that made a big difference. And who knows if it goes on forever because everything changes. But at the same time, is is it could be a total different way of doing it, you know, total different way. And it doesn't cost a whole lot. Right. <laughs> There's very minimal risk is going, how much is this going to cost? Where Convention Center, the only other positive I can say about when we're able to gather and how that looks is we got more square footage than anybody, and it's a lot cheaper than anybody. Right. We have more square footage than any church in this area, by Correct. far. Correct. You have access to wow. 200-and-something thousand square feet. That's a lot of feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of feet. That have been square. So when you start dividing that out, but the, the parts of that that are still underestimated or underappreciated or underthought of is you have to do that safely. Right. For your kids and for every person in there. And because of that, it changes the dynamic. So to go the large gathering route, when we get back, which we'll get back, maybe, like I said, in the next couple of months, we'll talk a little bit more about that Sunday as far as a definitive timeline because we're waiting on Convention Center and waiting on a few more pieces of information to say it's a date, whatever that is. What they're not prepared for is the way it feels versus the way it felt before. Because when you go in that room, whatever room we're in and whatever size we're in, because we can scale up or down to accommodate what we're doing, Mm -hmm. number one, you'll have to tell us you're coming to some degree. So we'll have to have some reservation system in that as well so that we don't overwhelm whatever we create or, or provide. But when you're spread out and it's separated and you can't hug, because at that point, and you can't shake hands, now, we're working on how you see each other's face and all that, so we'll have some of those things where at least you can see a smile or whatever's going to go on. But when you figure that out, it will be different. And so some people are going to go, that's not what I thought. Because uh-huh. we heard churches met this weekend, that's what they said. <laughs> well, that was weird. Yep. Yeah. Because it, it it's not the same. So I'm going back to 
do something that is something you're familiar with, but maybe in a way that you've never connected the two. Why don't you go to church at a, at a restaurant with your friends, laugh a little, connect, learn something, and then go, okay, that's an interim step. Or get people at your house or do a neighborhood party eventually. We can get into some of those things. But ultimately, we will gather. And I still think, like, so let's say that the restaurants work or these other ways work. Mm-hmm. And there's no COVID a year from now. Then I'm saying, man, on a couple of cases, like Easter, that those rallies now have had a chance to reach more people than you would have ever reached before. So the Easter comes in because they brought someone to a restaurant or to their home or to a smaller gathering, and you're going to do it. We're having a, a four times, six times a year huge gathering where they're going, dude, that could be pretty cool. Absolutely. It could be at another level that they really haven't seen before. Because it goes back to the number one way people came to Simple Church for 13 years. Not billboards, not mail-outs, not advertising, but the personal invite. That's it. Mm, like well said. P to P. So you got to still go back to it. Who you invite to your house or who you invite to go eat. Who wants to come visit with my kitties? <laughs> There's some houses you don't want to meet in, Scott. I think you're going to be a restaurant guy. There may Aww. be a cat lover out there somewhere. You're yeah, little Isabel Smokey. Yes. Yeah. Well, you never know. So, well, cool. Yep. I don't know how long we are, but I've been thinking an hour 12. Yes. Yeah, so oh, my God. It's time to wrap it up. But I would say tune in Sunday for sure. Because Absolutely. It is going to be a very important message. 2.0. Yes. 2.0. This is where you reload. You update mm. your software. Reload. I like that. Trust me, the computer got shut down. You ever been there and, the, and it froze up on you? Oh, the yeah. church froze up. It's called a hard reboot. <laughs> yeah, it's time to got hard the blue reboot. screen of death. That's yes. it. And they're like, yeesh. <gasps> But it's coming back up. It's coming back. That's right. Different way. There you go. All right. Until next time. That's right. Peace. Peace, my brothers, sisters. Peace.